Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Six years comes and goes like a snow day in Chicago. Last time that we spoke, I didn't know I'd ever hear from you again. The highs kept me close and the lows were dark. of the 9420 podcast. That was Quit Me by Maybe April. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing? Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Carl and Greg. Hey. <laughs> it feels like we haven't done a podcast in a long time, but I know we're just maybe a few days off schedule. I know. Say, I, I really like um, Maybe April. I've always liked them. They've been around a while. And you know what? You know, there's so many good things to like about them. For one, I love their harmonies. 
Yeah, I think they're great. I, you know, uh, you know, I, you know, I don't mean this in a negative way, but I don't see why they're not more popular. You know, um, I think they well, have. We need every, to, we need to, to do something about that because, quite frankly, I mean, I hadn't heard it, and I'm just hearing it along with uh, the listeners of the podcast. It's the first time I'd heard it. I'm blown away by it. I, I think they're really cool. I think that. Uh, I mean, they had me at that kind of lo-fi drum sound. Right. You know, and 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 then when the, you know, when the melodies on the choruses are kind of a little odd, uh, but then right. they repeat. They don't, they don't go your basic. And you and you hear them coming, you know. So it's just it's stylistically it's something their own. I think it's terrific work, great work. Well, and they've yeah. kind of what always. Do you think, well, they've always been this way. Like we've known them for, gosh, I think like six years now or something like that, and. Every time they come out with a new song, it always kind of shocks you a little bit. So when they said that they were dropping their new single, as Carl would like to say. I love that. Oh. <laughs> um, I was really excited to see what they've been working on because I know for the last year, Kerplunk. Katie. Can you, can, you, can you find my new single? I think I dropped it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was excited that they were coming out with new music because Katie for the last year has been in Indiana and uh, Elena has been in, in Illinois. So they've been separate for since the pandemic started. So to see what they've actually been able to accomplish in the last 18 months while not always being together, I personally think like I couldn't have been more thrilled with the new single. If you like what you heard, you know, seek them out, maybe April, download a, a version of the song and then send it around, email it around to local well, cause, radio. Cause again, and- I think you know, they have it all because they they're, they 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 I've seen I've seen them live like two or three times in Nashville and New York and and they're fun live you know they're good they're actually kind of funny you know they have like a good stage presence that you know I you know they consistently write good kind of interesting stuff you know and uh, and not to sound sexist but they're but they're but they're cute too you know they they're, they're good looking <laughs> I don't know what the disconnect is man what's wrong with you record people. But I'm excited because we're also featuring some of their older music throughout the rest of this episode. So if you really liked Quit Me, you'll like the rest of the music we're going to play too. So make sure that you do share it out if you are listening. But you know, not for nothing, but based on all the songs they write, I don't think they're that great in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding, but it seems like a lot of his songs are about this. That's the thing. I think we talked about this the other day. You know, It's got to be hard. You know, Again... I'm a guy, and I and I should have shouldn't even be talking about this because you know what do I know? I'm I'm a I'm a guy, but women in in women in general, but women in show business, it's got to be tough, man, because guys can't deal with that. Yeah, I, I think part. guys, you know, guys that I know that have been songwriters or or artists that have dated other people in the entertainment industry. They they tend to get really jealous, you know. Well, yeah, they, it, it, well, it depends if unless they're the same level. But when one's like gets gets further than the other, it's competition, and yeah, and that's why Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie can go out together. They're both movie stars. It's once Angelina Jolie, and then it's Joe Schlub. You know that ain't gonna happen. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> you know. Listen, yeah, listen she, to me. I, Ang, Angelina hasn't called me in a long time. <laughs> well, why, you're Joe Schlub? <laughs> you know, you know, I have a story about that. I, I told you the story about you, you when dated I was managing Angelina Jolie? Un, when I was when I was managing uh, an artist that went by the name of Unknown Henson. 
at that time, um, Angelina Jolie was married to Billy Bob Thornton. Right. And Billy Bob Thornton was a, a gigantic, obsessive fan of this guy that I managed. So one day I'm sitting at my little humble desk and uh, the phone rings and somebody on the other end of the line says, uh, uh, please hold for Angelina Jolie. And I'm like, okay, now who, you know, is, is Carl messing with me or who's messing with me, right? She asked you out. This has been many, many, I'm many looking years for Joe Schlub. <laughs> yeah. So she said, uh, she comes on the line and I, you know, I, I fairly quickly understand that if this is a hoax, it's pretty elaborate, right? So she says, I, I, uh, if you manage uh, Unknown Henson, I'd like to speak with you about the possibility of getting him out here uh, on the West Coast to uh, perform at Billy Bob's um, surprise birthday party. So long story short, we basically made that happen. And uh, uh, Unknown Henson went out and performed a surprise birthday party for Billy Bob Thornton. And I chose not to go. I chose to be the behind the scenes, like, you know, kind of manager that was pulling all the strings and making everything Greg, happen. You missed out. You I should have gone. Joe Schlub. I could have been Joe Schlub. Yep. Lucky for could've Brad been. Pitt, man. Yeah. Yeah. So once you go wriggle, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob, actually, you know, he had this like downstairs studio and, right. um, you know, he's had who's who of rock and roll stars, you know, right. kind of that would hang out. Yeah. It's, it's, it was just fascinating. I mean, after the fact, after they made the date and everything, uh, you know, I talked with um, the artist and I said, so how was it? And of course he, he performed in character. And so it was very difficult. He never, ever broke character. So he said like they were playing by the pool and like people would like come up and say hello and say, man, this sounds great. You know, I, I'm a big fan. And, he said, uh, at one point, uh, Tom Petty walked up and said, man, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a really big fan of yours. And I'm, I'm like, man, this, that must've been surreal for you. Right. I thought I, I didn't know. I don't think I've ever told that story on the little podcast here. Well, you no, go. you haven't. Yeah. Bringing out the cool. gems, baby. Bringing out yeah, the gems. Yeah, I'm, bring, I'm, I'm bringing the stardom, bringing mm. the heat. Let's listen to more. Maybe April. Oh, all right. Do you want to listen to The Truth Is, Carl? Okay, let's play it. The truth is I don't think about you I don't see your face in every stranger on the street The truth is I don't really miss you I don't spend one second wishing
probably one of my favorite lyrically written songs by them. Like it, it there's just so many puns and innuendos yeah, and stuff like that. Like you it's just very solid, very clever. Oh yeah, and the truth is, video it's it's his like. It's hysterical in a good way. Like they have a really good. Are they bowling or something? They're, so it's basically like the story of like a high school sweetheart couple that broke up and like what the girl's trying to do to like get over him now. And they go bowling and they see him. They drive around and they see him. It's actually really fun. You know, we're going on, but we talked to maybe April. We so. did. We talked to uh, oh, Katie cool, and Elena. Cool, cool. There are there are question of the week features. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> the throwback noise. Anyway, so so our question, so our first question I think we asked uh, Nicole is to tell us a little bit about themselves. Here we go. So we're maybe April. My name's Elena. My name is Katie. And uh, we met the summer of 2012 in Nashville at a camp called Grammy Camp. It was a camp for high school students who were interested in the music industry. And we met there and clicked instantly. And uh, a year later, decided to move to Nashville to pursue uh, a career in music together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so here we are all these years later and still making music together and traveling around. And um, I guess a little of our background is I am from Arkansas and Elaine is from Chicago. And We kind of first bonded over, like, we started a musical theater and everything growing up, and I think we just got bit by the uh, performance bug early. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. Both of us early. I come from a super musical family. Um, Katie comes from a super athletic family, Um, (laughs) but uh, she got got the, the music bug anyway, by the magic fairies, I guess, so, um, uh, yeah, so that's how we met, and uh, we've kind of just been working on maybe April ever since. They had to dial Katie in so that they could answer these because they are not together right on now. The, on, the, on the speakerphone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so then the next question is, what are you working on right now? Did we ask them that? We did ask them that, yes. So we just released a single um, just a few days ago called Quit Me. Um, Katie, you want to tell about it since it's a uh, – we. If if uh, any of our friends and listeners haven't noticed, we really like to write about our our lives. <laughs> um, so this yeah, one was kind of are happy in life, but um, this one was is not a very. It's kind of a reflective, emotional song um, that we hope can help other people through situations if they're dealing with it, whenever that may be in their lives. Uh, but yeah, we're really proud of this one and super excited. It's out. Elena's brother, who produced our full length album, produced this one as well. Um, so go listen to it. <laughs> and then we have another song coming out soon. We're not exactly sure of the date yet, but um, it's kind of, I guess we can tease our, it's kind of a COVID inspired anthem of sticking together through tough times (laughs) so we're excited to put out new music yeah definitely and we're playing a few shows hoping to be able to tour more coming up and you might hear the new one we just released and the new one we're planning on releasing if you come out to one of our shows 
So do we know, um, so they probably didn't perform much last year, but they're out on the road again? They are getting out. They have like a mini fall tour going on, which I believe they've got some in Illinois, some in Indiana. Um, I believe there's like maybe like a West Virginia one in there too. So they've got a couple shows that they'll be playing over the course of the next couple of months. Again, another thing I like about them is that they don't just sit and, and play every other night in some club in Nashville, every other round. They get out there and play around. Yeah, they, they, they do they, get out. Yeah. They, they play different states. They they tour. They well, they, kind of- and the thing is they know where their audience is too, which is why they go to these places. They're not just like waiting for their audience to grow. They're They're going and having their audience bring other people to them to grow it. So- I recall that uh, Elena's um, uh, brother was a talented producer, and I really like that new track. Uh, we sh- should find his name and stick it in the show notes just for good measure. Absolutely. Kind of maybe send some people his way. Then we asked him what their influences are or it was, it's what, what other, inspired them. It's what other music artists have inspired your career so far, Carl. There's a lot of different artists and genres that have inspired us, even though we do like country Americana music. Um, we kind of infuse a lot of different things, I feel like, into our music. And so individually, there's probably a ton more than <laughs> I'll mention. But uh, like country-wise, I grew up listening to George Strait, Shania Twain. They really made me fall in love with country music when I was a little kid. Um, and... Then, <laughs> as we got older, we kind of same those artists as well. For me, I also listened to some. I grew up in Chicago, so I didn't really know a lot of country music when I was young. Um, I listened to like some Ben Folds, some In <laughs> Sync, even inspired the harmonies. You know, nineties <laughs> pop, the nineties pop, yes. early pop too, definitely. Um, and as we grew older and found our own sounds, we really found. Um, inspiration in artists like Casey Musgraves and Marin Morris, um, who are really taking country music and kind of making it their own and building a space for them themselves. And yeah. um, we really respect them as artists and writers and singers and all of the things. Did I tell you that my uh, Don Kirshner's rock concert uh, um, t-shirt arrived? No. Uh-oh. It arrived late. I was going to wear it on that panel that uh, Nicole and I were on in uh, you know, so that you would be represented, Carl, but it arrived late. Uh, I've only worn it once and it's, it's, well, I'm wearing, I'm wearing the, it proudly. The final question of the maybe April questionnaire, <laughs> we asked them, this is Don Kirstner Jr. Jr. She didn't, asking, she didn't mention. Asking uh, them, what does a successful music career look like to you, maybe April? <laughs> mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people um I think when I first started in this business and I was you know a teenager I was like you know you're until you sell a a stadium you're not successful like that's just the idea I had in my head and the older I've gotten and the more I've done in this business I think just like reaching goals you set and playing shows you're proud of and putting out music that you're proud of is success um Mm -hmm. so I would say I know that's vague, but I would say you kind of have to define what it means to you or else you're always going to have that carrot dangling. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, there's definitely a a feeling. There can be a feeling in this industry of it's never enough and you reach this one goal and then, you know, it's still not you still don't feel like you've found success. And um, we've struggled with that, of course. And um, 
you know, for us, we love what we do and we want to continue to be able to do it. And we want to be able to incorporate music um, into our lives and in the other things that are important to us as well, um, our families and each other. And, and so um, we think, you know, a successful music career, like Katie said, it can look different. But for us, it's just being able to continue doing what we love and, and supporting ourselves and our families and yeah, just being able to do it forever. <laughs> See, again, again, Katie's answer is the closest to what I think is the truth of anyone that's answered the question so far. Because she's right. Oh. She started out selling out, you know, having that big, what fame is. And then as she's matured, then she realizes, you know, what, you know, what it really can be about just, you know, getting to do what you love. But, you know, so she wasn't like, it seemed more realistic, her answer. I like Well, it. and I think, too, with Katie's answer, the fact that it's kind of turned to just being proud of the music that they're putting out instead of just trying to, like, sell out things and do things just to do things. I think that's also an important factor in it all is that they're not just putting out music because they feel like they have to. Like, they're really working to make sure that everything they put out is quality. So I think that's important, too. Yeah, well, can't speak highly enough about these guys. And, uh, and again, these guys – these guys, can, these ladies. You can say that. No, the word guys has now been reappropriated to mean both genders. It really has. It's no longer like, you know, excuse me, I'm a, I'm a female. It, you can refer to a group of people, men as and women, as guys. guys. As used guys. Use guys. Y-O-U-Z, G-Y-Z-S. <laughs> Use guys. So anyway, yeah, so... Very cool. So anything else we want to talk about? or I just wanted to thank you for uh, sending. You sent, what, maybe an hour of video uh, shot, what, 25 years ago, 24 yeah, years 25 ago? Yeah, 25 years ago, right. Um, it was video that your friend Gary shot uh, during the sessions that we did. The Gray Album, right. The Gray Album. Uh, what is that? What is the is that record called something else on the services? If somebody wanted to go back and listen to that album, yeah, it's called Gray. <laughs> is it is it still called Gray? Yeah, or, it's, it's okay. called Gray. And we've linked it before, so it's out there. Okay, yeah, we should link it again. Uh, man, I, I thank you for sending that. That was really um, well, that was emotional for me. It's funny because um, my friend Gary, my friend Gary's passed. His birthday was just last week, actually, and uh, he he died about fifteen years ago. But um, he was one of those nuts who used to love um, video. And he got a super high eight camera back in the day when they were kind of really expensive. That's what he wanted to do. And he used to just follow me around. Yeah, and and this and I forgot all about these things. And his sister, after he died, sent me all these these high eight tapes they about they had of us. And they're all just Gary following me around. It's funny because most of them are just you hear you see me walking around and in the back you hear Gary talking. You know, it's like you never see Gary because he's always holding the camera. <laughs> and, and and they all start with Turn that thing off. <laughs> <laughs> right. But now well, it was just really, it was really amazing. You know, I mean, um, it was amazing to see Byron House. Right. Who's, who's, who's played with Robert Plant and everybody else imaginable. Uh, and uh, Chris McHugh, who uh, is with um, Keith Urban now and has been for years. Oh, wow. Really cool. uh, Yeah. He, he played uh, drums on the tracks and, you're there in your glory, like kind of like really nailing every single thing that happens. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen because there was some really interesting banter 
one one concept that you threw out there and everybody's talking about the idea that how being in the studio is kind of a microcosm for life. And I, I want to see if I can glean some cool stuff out of that. I thought it was an interesting conversation, but it's really hard to hear because the video's old, you know, and it's uh, certainly not that high production quality. But uh, overall, man, it was just amazing to revisit that time. And, um, you know, the music is immortal. The music holds up. It really does. I'm so, Now looking back, I'm so glad he did that. You know, because like now I have all this... You have you all know, these memories that you can these watch. These cool footage yeah. that I normally wouldn't have had. And I remember yelling at him. He, and he's like, but then he'd get creative too. Like he'd be in there doing something. Then he'd, I used to call him Fellini. He'd be like, he'd spit like, all of a sudden, like I'd be playing a song. I'd say, Gary, record me doing this thing for you know, so I can have. So she records me. I'm singing the song. All of a sudden, he'll focus on the ashtray and then stay yeah, on the ashtray absolutely. for like 20 minutes. I go, then I'll go to my foot. I go, Gary, get on. And then I'm seeing these things. What, what do you got my foot for for eight, eight <laughs> minutes on my foot? Yeah, but the ceiling is moving. And, and I go, Gary, he gets all like Fellini on everything. So you kind of ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> funny, man. We've been babbling a lot. So we have one more tune by um, maybe, maybe April. April. <laughs> it's called, okay, so you want to talk us out. Okay, yes. is anything else you want to say? No, I, I, I am all talked out today. <laughs> you know, and so is Don Kushner Jr. Jr. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the 9420 Podcast. Make sure that you listen all the way through because we will play one final song by maybe April called Same Story, Different Scars. But if uh, you liked anything that we talked about throughout this episode, make sure you go to our website where everything will be linked. The website's 9420.com. That is the numbers 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. There's a man riding the elevator down everything. From a desk in a box in his hands It just came down to numbers He can't tell his wife so he stops at a bar Orders a drink but the girl gets it wrong It's her third day working doubles He's yelling and she's trying to keep from crying Everybody's trying to keep it all together Looking for a light in the dark We all just want to get a little bit of distance From our broken hearts One smile away from another One careless word from a tear You think we know We all fight, we all fall We're all same story, different Keeping her awake The bedroom door cracks open The four-year-old is rubbing his eyes I had a bad dream, mama can't sleep beside He climbs up and steals the cover She holds him and she's sleeping like a millionaire Everybody's trying to keep it all together Looking for a light in the dark We all just want